Good morning, Colorado. You're listening to The Daily Sun Up with the Colorado Sun. It's Monday, December 4th. Today, Sun reporter Jason Blevins talks about the latest development in the Argo Mine development saga in Idaho Springs, with criminal charges filed and allegations of millions of dollars disappearing. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsor. On December 5th, First Bank and Colorado Gives Foundation are proud to present Colorado Gives Day, a one-day online fundraiser for local nonprofits. Since 2010, people just like you have raised $415 million, and over $53 million was donated last year alone. To elevate giving, First Bank and other sponsors have contributed more than $1 million to amplify every donation made, which makes Colorado Gives Day easily the best day to give. So let's start a wave of generosity. Donate at coloradogivesday.org. First Bank. Banking for good. Member FDIC. Now, let's go back in time with some Colorado history. In the late 1700s, Spain aimed to link its New Mexico and California settlements. The Dominguez-Escalante expedition of 1776 attempted to find a passable route from the Rio Grande to the Pacific. After Mexico's independence in 1821, the task continued, culminating in the interconnected paths forming the old Spanish Trail by the end of the 1820s. The routes stretched across southwestern Colorado, including paths through the San Luis Valley, around the Black Canyon, and into present-day Utah. Essential for the fur trade, and as part of a transcontinental trade route, these trails became less frequently used by the mid-1840s due to Ute resistance in western Colorado. The U.S. recognized the path as a national historic trail, and the act was signed by President George W. Bush on this day in 2002. Before we continue, join ACG Denver's Rocky Mountain Corporate Growth Conference on February 12th to 13th as the middle market business community comes together to discuss trending issues and the latest investment strategies. Make new connections and partner with experts at the Hyatt Regency Denver for two days of networking and learning opportunities that will help you prepare for 2024 and beyond. Register at acg.org events. Next, our feature story. Hi there, and thanks for tuning in. I'm David Krauss, one of the team editors here at The Sun, and I am back for another Monday sunup session with Sun Outdoors reporter Jason Blevins. Hey there, Jason Blevins. Yeah, DK, how are you? I'm doing good. JB, we've had the past couple of Mondays off since uh, our colleagues have been chatting about the High Cost series and that project, which has been really awesome. So really good. Really uh, a little welcome back to us. And uh, you've got a really uh, interesting story, another uh, step in this process. Jason, let's chat through a little outdoorsy kind of business thing for us today. Um, Argo Mine Project, Idaho Springs. Uh, you've written about it a few times, had a pretty big next step in the whole saga going on up there. Jason, lots of million dollars uh, worth of escrow money. Uh, allegations have been stole. Um, now some uh, criminal charges have filed. Uh, Jason, what's going on over there? Argo Mine, everybody sees it off I-70, um, Idaho Springs, and probably a lot of people have visited it, right? Sure. Yeah, it's sort of a, a rite of passage for a Colorado to go wander into that um, Argo Gold Mill there. That tunnel goes back five miles, almost all the way to Central City. They pulled, what, a trillion dollars worth of gold out of that thing over a 75-year span in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Um, one of the major economic engines in the entire 
uh, Western Slope back in the day. And this group, they are called the Mighty Argo Cable Car Group, um, largely Idaho Springs-centered investment group, uh, came up with this plan. They were going to build 2.1-mile gondola that goes from Idaho Springs on the banks of Clear Creek all the way up to the top to this uh, park they have up on top, 458 Park. They were going to have trails and a, and a big event center up top, down low. They were going to have a resort village. Big plan, revolutionize and modernize and, you know, big development plan for Idaho Springs. Um, in 2020, all these investors scraped up all their money. They put $4.5 million down to uh, trigger a construction loan that was going to get everything rolling. Everything was ready to go, um, sent $4.5 million to this escrow company, First Title Inc. in Virginia. And the money disappeared. Dun-dun. <laughs> um, it just went away. They never, they talked to these people all the time. A couple ladies by the name of Sandra Bacon and Krishina McGee, um, two women who were owners of the First Title Company, kept telling folks that, that were behind this investment group, oh, you know, COVID has slowed payment. Oh, things are delayed because of the storm down in Texas. All this different stuff. But it turns out they never got the money. Um, it was just straight up stolen. Um, so civil court 2021 um, found out that they were, quote, defrauded. Um, and they covered up uh, the fraud with all these different forged documents and whatnot and awarded the group something like $8.7 million. They've only got nothing, nothing there. But the idea that came down or what came down this week, Colorado U.S. attorney indicted the two women finally. And it turns out that those two women were not the only ones who were scammed. Apparently there was, uh, according to the charges, 12 charges, 10 victims, $14.8 million in Escrow money was deposited in the first title and it went away. Well, not away. Looks like, according to the indictment, the uh, two women bought homes and cars and whatnot and maybe lived the high life. Who knows? But um, yeah, finally, some criminal charges coming out of this. Um, I, I would talk to those investors at the Mighty Argo all the time and they'd say, well, the FBI keeps telling us that something's going on. And uh, Mary Jane Lovely, who's sort of the had head of that investment group and a big entrepreneur in Idaho Springs. She kept saying that, uh, um, you know, the FBI is telling us they got a lot of trails to follow down. So she was suspecting this was more than them. And it turns out her suspicions were right. Um, lots of forged documents, cars, sort of a salacious indictment there um, involving these two women who um, pretty crazy. Like he took escrow money and just, left <laughs> took it yeah yeah and it's interesting jason that it was so you know i mean 10 at least 10 victims right so far yeah. that's uh you know you like to think well there had to be some legitimacy to why you know the company that had been founded or whatever to start these construction loans right because it was jason it was a down payment to get a construction loan started to get you know talk about that right they had you know backhoes and diggers at the ready and and kind of thinking they're gonna go all forward with this thing and in late summer of 2020 and then it you know got sideways pretty quick huh 
Yeah, they'd spent, this Argo group had spent a couple years sort of assembling this plan, assembling this investment group. I think there were 20, 25 different investors that were part of this group. Many of them Idaho Springs based, many, you know, so these are all folks from town, you sort of, who uh, rallied around the Mary Jane Lovely and her plan and this um, idea of, uh, you know, huge renaissance of this old mill area. And it's an EPA Superfund site. So they were, you know, it's been cleaned up, but they were going to, you know, sort of build off that old mining heritage there and legacy and really create something um, pretty exciting for Idaho Springs and long time in the works. And I don't know if you ever bought a house, you you kind of just wire money to a title company that you don't necessarily research the title company, right? Um, it's what your lender says, you know, hey, send the money here and we'll make it happen. And uh, that's what they did. And the money vanished, which is it's, it's sort of a dramatic story. Like I remember when Mary Jane was telling me about it. I'm like, we the first the title company, not right. Yeah, it's like you, you wouldn't expect them to be, I don't know, crooked. But maybe according yeah. to this indictment, uh, these two women who ran that thing took off with all that money. Yeah, it's interesting. You put your faith into something like that on these things, and boy, you never get it. It's a hard example or a lesson to learn, I guess. So, Jason. Let's wrap it up with this. Always like to spin these forward, right? When we have these uh, great conversations. So um, Argo Mine, Idaho Springs is just west of Denver, right? You got a great tourist base like you mentioned. I mean, you've been there with your kids. I've been there with my kids. Paying for gold, checked it out. You know, you got all these investors at the ready. You got lawsuits going through and and, and criminal charges. So, So what's next for... For Mary Jane and, and her group, how are they going to try to move forward? And are we going to see any groundbreaking anytime soon? Um, they say it's coming. Uh, you know, they they never they never stopped, even with this project. They've, I think they've clawed back $37,000 out of that $8.7 million award from the Colorado District Court in 21 that found that uh, they were defrauded. But so... One thing that Mary Jane says is they've they've tried to like go out and you know find new lenders, find new supporters, redo this whole process, and um, it's been a bit of a challenge. You can imagine saying you know like oh well we were robbed, you know someone stole, but these indictments and the uh, the you know jury or the judge award you know in the civil case sort of validates their you know their conversations when they go out and find new lenders. And Mary Jane says they're moments away from uh you know uh, restarting the project getting that back going it's going to be pretty cool it's going to have that 1.2 mile scenic gondola um lighter palma i think is on the uh, plans to make that up up to 450 acre virginia canyon mountain park um down low there's going to be hotel homes kind of commercial village there um at the base of the mill along the creek um pretty a massive, massive project. Bike trails up on top of that gondola coming down into town. So should be, you know, a, a big deal for Idaho Springs, which is, um, you know, sort of, you sort of watched a lot of traffic go by on I-70 over the years and maybe not been able to share in some of the uh, largesse uh, that is, you know, going down in some of those mountain communities up high with ski areas. So this could be like their... Uh, their little ski area village, maybe something to spark some economic activity in uh, in Idaho Springs, which is uh, definitely overdue for 
for some growth. Yeah, for sure. Everybody kind of goes through and you don't always stop on your way through. So uh, another awesome Colorado mountain town. Uh, Jason, you know all this stuff really well. Appreciate you staying with this story and uh, look forward to seeing more in the and all the outcomes, and certainly as this project keeps building out, like a lot of these in the mountain communities uh, that you cover. So appreciate you hanging with that. want to also thank everybody for listening in today. If you want to read this story and catch up on the other Colorado Outdoors news, I'll have you head over to coloradosun.com and click on that Outdoors tab up at the top of the homepage. And also, you can always sign up for Jason's weekly Outsider Newsletter comes out every Thursday. It's on one of our premier newsletters. Um, encourage you to go check that out at coloradosun.com slash outsider. And appreciate all the hard work there. Jason, buddy, have another great week, huh? Thanks, DK. You can read more at coloradosun.com. Finally, here are a few stories that you should know about today. Less than a year into office, State Representative Ruby Dixon is stepping down, citing the sensationalistic and vitriolic nature of the current political environment. The Democrat from Centennial made the surprise announcement Friday morning in a brief letter to the legislative leadership. She took office in January, but said the role is not healthy for her or her family. Dixon was the prime sponsor of five House and two Senate bills in her sole regular legislative session, all of which passed and became law. A Democratic Vacancy Committee will select Dixon's replacement in the coming weeks. Kevin Ryan is facing the final days of his job as Colorado's top water law enforcer with excitement and trepidation before he retires after a 43-year career. He has worked to ensure essential water resources would flow to Coloradans, people in downstream states, and Mexico in accordance with the law. His position as Colorado's top water cop means Ryan has often been mixed up in some of the state's prickliest water debates. His retirement will require a top-level transition among water leaders as they grapple with interstate negotiators about the Colorado River Basin's future. For decades, runaway truck ramps have branched off and usually sharply upward from Colorado highways, offering last-chance reprieves for mostly out-of-state truckers. They can get caught barreling hopelessly downhill thanks to overheated brakes, mechanical failure, or unfamiliarity with driving conventions on Colorado's treacherous slopes. The state has 13 such ramps, including one along Interstate 70 that's been used 75 times in the past five years. In this week's Colorado Sunday feature, reporter Kevin Simpson does a deep dive into how these ramps and the truckers are getting renewed attention amid a broader safety campaign. For more information on all of these stories, visit our website, coloradosun.com. And don't forget to tune in again next time. Now a quick message from our team. I'm Laura Wynott, Director of Membership at the Colorado Sun. I came to work at the Sun because quality, trustworthy journalism is important. As a reader and listener, I find the Sun to be a breath of fresh air. The journalists tell Colorado stories that keep me informed, entertained, and engaged. If you also trust the Sun for your news, join me as a member at coloradosun.com join. Your support helps to bring you and other Coloradans the news you deserve. We couldn't do it without you. Thank you.